Welcome to the Lawless Living Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Orbach. In this podcast, we're going to be talking all about interior design, business, wellness, and sustainability. I founded Lawless Design, a sustainable interior design studio, and over the years, I've used my passion for wellness with my creativity of design and found that there's a huge correlation between them. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. This podcast is sponsored by Rise Superfoods. If you know anything about me, you know that I am obsessed with matcha, have it every day. And so I've lately been having their matcha and their mushroom coffee blend. And so instead of just having typical coffee and matcha, this uses a blend of six different mushrooms that they have. And personally, I'm a huge fan of the flavor of matcha that they have. It's ceremonial grade. It's really high quality. And what I like about their blends is that it doesn't give you a huge crash. It has a lot less caffeine and I feel like it just sustains your energy a lot better. So if you want 15% off your order, you can use the code Hannah 15 at checkout. And yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. So you guys are really going to love it. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the lawless living podcast. I am your host here, Hannah Orovec, and I'm also the founder and interior designer for lawless design. Today, because we have so much great feedback on productivity tips part one, I figured I might as well do a part two because I have more to share. And I, like I said, I got a lot of great feedback, which was really exciting. Got a lot of messages and DMs about different tips that you that resonated with you and that you were able to use in your life. And so I just want to thank everyone for those messages because for me, this is why I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted to do it because I wanted to help people and also just have a platform where I wasn't just needing to talk about interior design on social media. I feel like sometimes it can be tough to be in a box essentially with stuff. And there's only so much that you can kind of talk about within that box. And for me, I have a lot of different things in life that I love with like business and wellness and health and all those different things that it's nice to be able to share the different things in my life that resonate along with interior design as well. And so from that, I just want to thank you all. If there are any other topics or anything that you want to hear, or also things that resonated with you that maybe you want me to dive into deeper, please, please reach out to me, email, message, leave the little Q&A poll thing down below. Would love to hear your feedback on this. Before we get into it, um, life updates, there's not really too much because as you guys all know, I batch these. And so, um, I just recorded one before and I actually just recorded one about my morning routine, which I think is a huge thing about productivity. So for me, go listen to the morning routine one first, if you haven't, because I think that one's quick. And it's short, quick, you know, gives some, you know, insight as to like how I set my day up and even how I set my night up to be productive for the day. But I think for me personally, having more morning routine, and I say this all the time, really sets me up to be the best version of myself and to set me up for my day. Now, I'm not saying that you need to copy my routine or like do what I do because I really think that morning routine should be personalized and individualized to your specific needs and how best works for you. Like anything, think it's anything with like health and wellness. You don't necessarily need to follow someone's workout guide or eat uh, their nutrition plan or anything like that, but you need to do what works for you and what's sustainable for you. If you're someone that's not a morning person, 
trying to wake up at five isn't going to be sustainable. You also probably aren't going to be productive if you're not a morning person. And so maybe you need to wake up at six or seven or even eight o'clock and that's totally fine. I think you just need to figure out what works best for you. And for me, having that morning where I wake up at five, I work out before, get all the stuff that I need to in in the morning before the chaos of my day starts really just makes me the most productive. And I think part of that too is also just self-care, which is something that I think is talked about a lot more now, but is something that I didn't really take seriously probably until this past year. I feel like the only self-care thing that I really did was skincare for a long time. Um, and I guess working out too and eating well, I guess that also can be considered self-care because you are taking care of yourself. But I think those two things are just kind of so intuitive for me now that I don't necessarily think about them being self-care. But if you're starting out, maybe that is something for you that you want to start making a little bit more of like healthier meals or start getting into a workout routine. Um, but just kind of thinking about yourself and your body and how can you be productive and efficient if you aren't taking care of yourself, if you're not nourishing yourself, if you're not fueling your body. So again, kind of going back to the whole self-care thing, eating well, exercising, sleeping, those three things are going to be massive to be able to just even cognitively set your day up, be mentally focused, and just be able to get through the work that you're going to do during the day. I think other self-care things for me is just taking a few minutes for myself in the morning um, to do my skincare and then also just take a little bit of time um, to make breakfast, um, whether that's like a smoothie or avocado toast or eggs or anything of that sense. Um, I also walk Kona in the morning and for me, I like either listening to a podcast or just like a silent walk. Um, We walk to the beach. It's only about a quarter of a mile there, walk there, and then we'll walk around the actual beach or like I'll play the rock game with him or like he'll, uh, dig some holes or anything like that. It only takes 20 or 30 minutes of my day. But for me, that's something that I almost felt like I didn't have time when I first started my business. When I went full time and it's been almost five years. So next month will be five years that I've been full time with Lawless Design. I was a psycho. Like, and reflecting back, it's really crazy because I felt like uh, this immense amount of pressure that only I put on myself, but I felt like if I wasn't using every waking moment that of my day to work, then I wasn't being like, I wasn't working hard enough. I wasn't doing enough. The only time I would take for myself was to work out and cook meals. And then any other time. I felt guilty if I wasn't on my computer working or doing something for work. And now, I mean, just even think about like my dog, my dog needs to be walked. He needs to have his own exercise. And so for me, I think it also just helps get, you know, like how people say like gets the creativity and like the juices flowing and things like that. But I actually feel like you need time to set space and distance yourself away from work to allow thoughts to come in about solving a problem or thinking about, for me personally, thinking about a design solution or something with the design or anything like that. You need space to be able to think about those things. If you are always just working in your business, 
you are working in your business. You are never going to have those ideas. You might not have the clarity to make the right decision, but when you kind of take a step away and I feel like it's such, I feel like I, when people say that, I feel like I didn't really fully understand that. Um, and it's almost more of like a cliche, but it actually really does help. And so for me personally, I like taking that time in the morning. And also sometimes I might take a walk in the afternoon, like before dinner, um, just to get a little mental break in. Sometimes I need that. Sometimes I'm really stressed about something or I'm trying to solve something and I just can't and taking a step away and just kind of going for a walk and kind of just decompressing has really helped me. And it's something that Mike told me to do. And I was like, whatever, like, you know, like typical me just being like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then don't listen. And then when I do it, I'm like, Hey, going for a walk really helped me. And he's like, shocker. I've been telling you this for years. Um, so that's something that I've been doing. Uh, and I feel like that's part of the self-care aspect, but I also feel like that's also helped me be really productive with just taking, you know, even 15, 20 minutes to just get outside, get some vitamin D. It just really helps to get some sunlight in. Um, and I think also just, I don't know, there's something about it that just gives you a little bit more positivity, if that makes sense for me, at least when you do start getting into work, I think another big thing about, I had talked about to-do lists and also, again, I know I said, listen to the morning routine one, but definitely listen to part one of the productivity before you listen to this. So go back if you have not listened to part one. The part with this, kind of going into how I had mentioned to-do lists, I feel like the other part of the to-do list is also setting deadlines. So, and it doesn't have to be a hard, stringent deadline, depending on the task. Sometimes be like, oh, I really want to finish this design by this afternoon. Sometimes it might take me a little bit longer. Maybe it goes into the next morning, or maybe sometimes I might be early on it, you know, get it done by the middle of the day. It just depends, you know on that, but at least you're setting a relative deadline. And I think that's allowing yourself flexibility where you're not so hard on yourself, but then also being stringent enough where you're not just kind of allowing yourself to free flow and just, oh yeah, I'll get it done when it needs to get done. Having that deadline of a goal, of, okay, you know, and it needs to be a realistic goal. I mean, don't tell yourself that you're going to get something done that day if you have 10 different meetings and you're not even going to be in the office tell yourself, okay, like I need to think of a realistic deadline for this. Here's my target of when I'm going to get it done. And this is when I'm going to get it done. Being able to do that, I think also keeps you accountable for your actions and for your work sometimes. And I think this goes with needing to know what kind of person you are sometimes also telling someone else when you are going to get them something will keep you accountable and set that deadline. So let's just say someone comes to you and asks for something and I'm like, oh yes, like I'll have that floor plan over to you by the end of the week. If you want to be respected and people to trust you and trust your word, when you're going to get something done, you need to have that done by the end of the week. So I know, okay, it's Wednesday. This is going to be on my schedule for tomorrow. First thing in the morning on Thursday, I'm going to get this done just in case if it takes me a little bit longer to get these plans done, I still have Friday to do or whatever that looks like, depending on how long the task is going to take you. But I think telling someone when you're going to get something done will set that accountability for you to be able to get that done. I also think just even about setting deadlines is also setting goals. 
And I think these goals also have to do with long-term goals, not necessarily your to-do list. I'm talking about things that you're dreaming about for uh, the end of the year, next year, the end of the month or whatever that kind of looks like. But for me, what I started doing is I actually planned out goals that I have for every single month for the next two years. And it's not necessarily that I'm sticking to these hard goals as deadlines, but they're goals for me. And I think it's something that let's just, you know, okay, at the end of this month, this was my goal to have this done or get this kind of project or do this or whatever that looks like. I don't want to get into details because, um, I don't know. These are things that like, it's me personally with the business, um, that I have goals for. I will share them eventually. But for me, it's also something where when you start figuring out your goals, then you need to figure out your action plan for those goals and what you're going to do to be able to meet those and get there. So I don't know. Let's just say, for instance, like, all right, I'll, I'll say one. Um, I have a certain goal of like getting a certain kind of project. Um, and so like for me, it's okay. So what kind of goal, like, what are you going to do? So for me, like, I really want to work on more projects around the country. And let's just say like, we have a couple projects in California, but I would love to do more there. So, okay. I want to have another project in California. What am I going to do? So that means that I either a need to start marketing more in California, having people find me on social media or Pinterest, um, meeting with architects or builders out there, having some kind of connection because you can't just have a goal and then just wish it into the world and hope that it's going to come true without actually taking action for that. And so for me, with the whole goal of, again, I, it's not necessarily like California, but just somewhere in other parts of the country, I really want to start working more around there. I'm taking action um, and setting those goals for by the end of October, here's my goal to get a project or at least be in the works of having a project in, you know, this part of the country or, you know, whatever that kind of looks like. And then I kind of reverse that back and think, okay, again, what do I have to do to get there? It's the same thing with like, I don't know, if you want a certain amount of social media followers, like it sounds really trivial, but like there is like a certain amount of growth. I think that with social media, that's important for a business, at least a business of mine, because we get a lot of our clients from social media, from Instagram and Pinterest specifically. So thinking about, okay, I want to have like X number amount of people, uh, you know, as followers by the end of the month, I can't just like wish that I have to think about, okay, but how am I going to get there? What am I posting each day? What is my plan? How, like, am I, you know, posting that content on another social media that's also helping me grow on Instagram. There's different things that you need to think about than just wanting something to get done and then not taking action on it. I feel like it's the same thing as like people who complain about, you know, like losing weight, like, Hey, I want to lose this amount of weight, but then they're eating fast food and like not working out every day. You're not having an action plan. You can have a goal, but you need to create steps to be able to meet that goal. So that's what I did for the next two years. Um, these are going to shift and change. I know that, but 
it's also something that for me, I, uh, I'm competitive as we've all learned and I'm competitive with myself. And so when I see those goals for each month, I really want to hit them. Um, but I also realize that I need to be a little bit flexible and maybe something happens a month earlier than I wanted, or maybe something happens, you know, five months later than I actually wanted. It's still, I'm still making progress. I'm still making steps as to where I want to go with my aspirations. Another tip for productivity, I think is huge, is just organization in general. For me personally, I need to have an organized office and home to be able to like feel mentally just like clear, if that makes sense. If my office has a bunch of samples and projects and everything laying around, for one, it just takes a lot longer to get through. Like if I'm trying to like find things for a design or, you know, like put together a presentation or just do whatever, if things are chaotic and not organized, like samples are in the right places or anything, it's taking you longer to do than if you just took the five extra seconds to put it back in the right place originally then it would to then take a whole half day to then have to like reorganize your whole materials library with everything. And so having an organized space, I think just helps one because of time management, but then two, just with that mental clarity of just having things organized out of the way, things are just, I don't know, for me personally, maybe this is just me, but like aesthetically, I just need to have things clear out of the way. I like closed storage, like this cabinet behind me that has a bunch of samples because that just helps me just, I don't know, be a little bit more zen, have like a peaceful, serene environment. I feel like your environment, it's such, it plays such a huge role with your mental state and just clarity and being able to focus on your work. And so having things organized is huge. Another thing that I think also just kind of playing into organization, not necessarily like physical or organization, but more of the organization on your computer or just like systems. A big thing for me. So when I started realizing, um, when I hired people is the way that I was saving things or just like adding things. Like I was just saving things to my computer a lot of time because I didn't have anyone else that I was sharing things with. When you start getting a team and you start growing, you start to realize that you need more of like a filing system and a more systematic way to do things so that other people can find it and other people can add things in and everything is just a little bit more cohesive with how things are done and having processes. So that's something that I've taken and Rafael and the team and I have been working on what, what are the most productive ways to get things done? What is a software that we could use that makes our life easier? What are ways that we aren't doing the same task five different times, five different ways with five different people doing them? And how can we cut down on time if we're using a certain software or we're doing something and having something organized or in the right place? It just saves a lot of time than having to email someone and hear back from them on like how to do something or text someone. And again, waiting back to hear from them on like where something is or, hey, can you send me this? If you have a filing system um, or just like a system in general, if it's just yourself, like of having things that just creates organization and also reduces time of having someone like go through something or ask questions on. For us, we use the whole Google system for just like email 
Um, we use Drive to save things. We also use like Google presentations and docs and sheets and stuff like that. And what's nice is you're not having an Excel sheet that maybe someone has an outdated version of or you know, a document that someone has the outdated version of. What I like about the Google is everyone's having the most up-to-date form and document so that you're not having to send something, clog an email, or again, just not have the most recent design or document. So this kind of wraps up. This one was, again, a kind of a little bit of a quick one because we were going off of part one. This is part two of productivity tips. I hope that this helped you. If you want to hear, I probably have some more because after I was going through my notes on this, I definitely could have added some additional things, but I feel like I like having these podcasts be around like 20 to 30 minutes. Um, If you want to hear more, you can definitely do a part three because like I said, I probably have more tips that would probably be useful for people and myself as well to remind me to do these things to be more productive. Anyways, I hope you all have a great day. You have an amazing week and I will see you next week. This podcast is just starting out. So I would love if you could rate and review this on whatever platform you use podcasts on and also check out our Instagram. All of our social media is lawless underscore design and our website is lawless design. If you want to contact us and work together on an interior design project.